Welcome to Apocalypse, Mr. Manheim. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Neither have nor Both hawed. of you were hemming and hawing hard. Yeah, back on the couch. It's Darkseid's couch. This is James. This is Mike. This is Shay. And this is the big 50th episode. 50, the longest running podcast on the internet. Yeah. I looked that up. That's true. It is true. Uh, 50 big episodes. Also, a special Batman episode. Uh-huh. Special Darkseid episode. Well, it's the only episode we actually had Darkseid in it besides all the intros. Yeah. And yeah. then we'd never shown him or really talked about we him. Had a, he showed up... Well, I mean, we're not showing him now. No, we're not. No, we're <laughs> still, not, look still at the not showing him. Image, you know, on the link, probably oh. he'll, his face is on it, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was also, um, he did show up for like a page in an issue of uh, Mr. Miracle way oh, back in the day. yeah. Like the fifth w- or sixth episode we did. Yeah, that was like two years ago. Yeah, that was the most we ever did. Um, but no, we're actually, I, I went looking for what I believe is the first time that Darkseid and Batman appeared in the same because we do every tenth episode we do a Batman book, uh-huh. but also I thought it was time to finally talk about Darkseid. And, and near as I could tell, I could be wrong. This is the first time we did it. We're gonna get to that in one second. Right before we do this, uh-huh. right before we do that, I put together a little something, okay. a little something, something, and I think um, I put together a little compilation. It's a little longer than uh, usually the clips we would play, but I think that's that's all right. This oh, time. it's a present. It's a little bit of a present. In fact, I should have set the timer longer because I don't give a shit about the time. We can go long. It's our fiftieth goddamn episode. But um, so if you hadn't listened to the show. Uh, I put this little compilation together, and I think it's a pretty fair assessment of the show up to this point. So here we here we go. Here's a little bit of something I put together for us. Whoa, what the hell is this? <laughs> but Mike may be full of shit. Hot young body. Related to child molestation. Throw the gun in the fucking water. This beagle is fucking garbage. Ah, oh, we live in a comic book, bitch. Can I fuck this girl? Is it <laughs> kick Hillary's colostomy bag? Fuck you, mom. For pedophiles? What the fuck is wrong with you people? You gotta get the fuck away. out of here. You guys are fucking hella weird. 80-year-old man sh- transferring their brains into 17-year-old little girls. Fuck you to me at New Year's Eve. He might be up to some shit. John's fucking Cena. Yep. Fucking Robin. God damn, we're talking about Batman. It's like a libertarian wet dream. Because of her fucking Parkinson's. You're a Halliburton piece of shit. That is really fucked up. Clowns and guns would be perfect for his torture yeah. research. A fucking video game. Now I make fucking movies and I'm shredded. Shaft right on that G-spot and just slide on it. But what the fuck? Fucking Batman. He's got a shitty origin for fucking internet. He hacks all that shit. Fucking Zeus. Mm-hmm. Proto boner. Yeah, he kind of fucks up. And yeah. all the motherfuckers like, I'm cornering that bitch with mutants. Dumbass fiance. Loves She's them. fucking lying. He just says, you know, fuck you, dad. Well, I like to fuck girls. Dumbass son. Don't be a pussy. Offensive. Like, didn't you do a lot of coke? Turn it off, <laughs> motherfucker. And then- Buy stock in Android dicks. <laughs> like, I hit in the head like, with so many fucking scales. You would do a fucking neck. No, this shit doesn't work. I was a real piece of shit. They don't give a shit about Look, I'm, I'm voting on this shit. Yep. He still is like a slug man. Slapping his own ass. Fucking boss. A real dolphin would rape him to death. Fuck this up. I didn't know what I was doing. Fuck your movies. Female koalas have two vaginas. Fuck you guys, too. And fuck you, Marvel Comics. Cucked by his own self. <laughs> she's gonna be a hot piece of ass when she's a grown up. Fucking Egypt. Tim Allen is a garbage person. I don't know, you better say you love me. You're fucking dead. Oh, and Timmy gets fucked. Listen, I can't fix all this shit. Good for you, no dick. Or masturbated with the American flag. I guess you get away with that kind of bullshit. And the guy goes, what the hell? And he's like, what the shit? Get the fuck out of here, lady. 
He's just a regular dickhead. Yeah, I'm Tim Allen, motherfucker. Because I'm fucking Batman. Whoever the fuck that is. God damn. Fucking crying. Holy shit. Shit. Fuck. Shit, I was up. Fucking pussy. Fuck you. Why? Fucking insane. Bitches. God damn it. Dick. What the fuck? What the hell? Fuck me. <laughs> motherfucker. Big ass motherfucker. Callous asshole. Fucking shit. What the fuck? Asshole. Fuck. Piece of shit. And fuck you. And fuck this. Pussy. Holy shit. That's fucked up. I don't know. I think that whole thing was a fuck up. Yeah, I'm never going to say the F word ever again. You know what? That There were so many episodes I didn't even have to touch. <laughs> like, that's like 10 episodes. It was such a small amount of things. She's very disappointed in this whole thing. I'm always disappointed in you two. Well, you know, it's you want to you be honest. Why you are we talking about Tim fairly. Allen? Yeah, that's what I, I was about, wondering. Tim like, Allen became this sort of like ironic hero for people nowadays. I don't remember why I brought him up, but we talked about him quite a few. I, he came up a couple times. Is it number one your your Detroit things? Yeah, it's another Detroit. Well, Tim Allen is uh, he's a perfect sort of embodiment of the best and worst of this show because he's he's got I, I guess he's got natural talent. He certainly has success that that I would like to I would like to see for us. He but can make cool noises. He can make cool. I hey woo! I got cool noises everywhere. I got fucking. Boom. Soundboard of cool noises, just ready to go. Maybe we should have had the Tim Allen, uh, like ready to go. I'll get that. I'll get that ready. We've been using Ric Flair a lot, and everyone uses Ric Flair, but no use one uses Tim Allen. Yeah. I think they probably do. I think you're behind the times. And uh? think everybody uses Ric fucking Flair, but no also, one uses Ric Flair now. It's like ironic to use him because he almost died. Well, the other side of it is that you know he's 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 a train wreck. And, uh, you know, it needs to be, people need to be made aware of the fact Tim that Allen Tim Allen's a piece Flair. of shit. Tim Allen, well, we all know Ric Flair's a piece of shit, but Tim Allen, we kind of let off the hook for all the terrible things he did. Like what? Uh, he sold cocaine. He did cocaine. Uh, that's not terrible. That's him breaking the law. Then he sold out the people he did cocaine with. That's bad. Uh, <laughs> I'll make sure that's on the soundboard nice. for next time. I just, I think it's time, if you guys have been, uh, if, you've, if you've gotten to 50 episodes, to really bring it back to polyamory. Yeah, I actually had to edit some of the polyamory talk out of that podcast. There's a lot about polyamory originally in that first draft of that of that. Well, Mike was into that at the time. At the time, yeah. And now you're like not into it uh, or, or something. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know what kind of weird deviant stuff <laughs> you're getting into. Tell us about your life, Mike. Uh, I was just, uh, I, 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 I saw jealousy as a part of my personality that I needed to get rid of. So I thought polyamory would be a good way to exercise and any it is. kind of jealousy uh, that I had. And it worked. Exposure therapy. And I agree. Right. And I absolutely agree. And I, you can go back. I'm not being hypocritical. You can go back to those episodes and I totally endorse that. Yeah. If, if, you, if it makes you happy, if everybody involved is honest and they're happy with it, whatever who cares if it's making you happy just do the thing and if you want to be if you don't be monogamous you can do that too what does God anything damn it. have to do with like dark side i mean he's clearly not monogamous well, he doesn't have a penis he doesn't have anything he has he, a son all right all right oh, yeah right he does have a bunch of he's got a lot of he kids. does have a, what we would understand as a son so like if, if you've been listening to the show this whole time and you don't know who or what dark side is or why it's we, even we kind of forgot to explain like we never really did we just kind of called the show that despite being sued over and over and over Potentially, again. yeah. Potentially. Hasn't happened yet, but that's just because they're filing the paperwork. But there's this character named Darkseid whose name is spelled not like how you would think it would be. It's spelled a little bit differently because that's how Jack Kirby rolled yeah. when he wrote this stuff. And he is a... He's basically the embodiment of evil and... Uh, Dark side, not Jack Kirby. Dark side, yeah. yeah. I don't know Kirby's, how Jack Kirby was in his real life. He's he, the embodiment of fine uh, stogie... He might have beaten his kids with a bag of oranges. 
To he, never leave a bruise. Well, that was at the time. Like that was that was just kind of what you did. We're not. We're, no, that was that was like Bing Crosby, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Bing Crosby. I don't know why I'm, I'm <laughs> making that like they're the same person. Basically, Darkseid is uh, he's, he's basically Darth Vader before there was Darth Vader. Yeah, right. You had you had two warring planets. You had Apocalypse, which was ruled by Darkseid, and you had New Genesis. Which was ruled by High Father. Yeah, but and they're they're gods that existed because the old gods killed themselves. The old gods killed. They, well, they didn't kill themselves, but they, they were dead. They were absolutely dead. Uh, a fun fact about that is like the whole world setting is basically uh, post Ragnarok, and it was most likely based on a concept that Jack Kirby had for Thor, where he wanted to kill off all the Thor characters and start brand new, but he knew that Marvel would never let him do it, so he took it over to DC. So the implication has been, if you read between the lines, that everything in these series of books, the fourth world books that he created with these characters, it was intended to imply that the DC universe basically came out of the ashes of destroying the Marvel universe at some point in the future. So that's kind of a fun fact. Except they were they were stuck with Superman. Superman's the shit. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, fuck, fuck both of you guys. Yeah, when you read comic books Ugh. and not have some kind of base respect for Superman, what is wrong with you people? It's because I just think all his books are like boring. There are pl- oh, um, there's a, well, obviously there's All Star Superman that everybody likes. There's American Alien. It's just like if, if it's uh, all the book would just be well, he's Superman and uh, he'd make peace on Earth if he actually existed. Oh, good God. You people. All right. And th- that's way off the rails. That's that's a problem. Tim Actually, Daly's cool. That's a problem. There, Tim Daly is cool. That's a problem to discuss on the next episode. We'll talk about that later. Well, any, at, any re- at any point, um, Darkseid is one of my favorite comic book characters, and he's sort of he rules Apocalypse with an iron fist, and uh, he has a thing where when he wants to intimidate somebody, he just shows up in their house sitting on their furniture. Yeah. And it's awesome. And I don't know if it's supposed to be scary and funny or I, I don't know, but you can, you can image search that and you'll just see people just coming home. Usually humans, usually earthlings coming home and they open up uh, their door and there's dark side sitting on their futon and it's, it's awesome. He's just why, like having a mug of coffee. Why do they have a futon? Is he like bugging 20 year olds? Yeah. Sometimes. That's his read his books. Yeah. He, he can, he can, he can be everywhere at once. He hangs around just in people's houses. He might be hanging out at your house. If you're out, if you're outside right now, if you're outdoors and you're about to come home, he might be sitting on your couch right this minute waiting for you. He's going to make a deal with you and you're not going to like it. It's going to have one of those weird Faustian bargain kind of things because he's awesome. Yeah. Like when they say old gods, if it was a new God, really, that he, he'd be existential. Like he wouldn't physically exist. Yeah. He would just be a metaphor. And then, and that. That's more of a new god, isn't it? Well, that's basically what he is. He's he's a well. I don't know if you read Final Crisis. He's he's basically a. Doesn't he know. physically exist though? Doesn't he have a physical body that punches Superman? No, he has. A, well, I mean, it depends on the, the interpretation you read. Like Morrison interpreted him as basically a living fable. Like all the new gods are basically living fables and living stories that had gained sentience. Well, that's what American Gods is. There you go. Start to finish. That all that all kind of background. So that's why that's where Darkseid's couch came from. And uh, but it's also about Batman. So mm-hmm. what I ended up, I was looking for what I think was the first time that the two ever appeared in the same comic book. And to my surprise, if I'm right about this, and I could be wrong, it's from a, uh, a miniseries called Superpowers. Uh, this is volume two, issue five from 1986, um, a story called Once Upon Tomorrow, written by Paul Kupperberg, art by Jack Kirby himself and Greg Theakston. And uh, the idea of this was it was just a tie in with a... Um, with a to- with a toy line, Superpowers toy line that also had like a uh, cartoon show that was essentially the next iteration of Super Friends, and so it's just a cheap tie-in. It's just a cheap cash-in, but it's kind of cool, especially because Jack Kirby. This is like the only time he ever got to draw basically the Justice League or something like. They the don't Justice call League. the Justice League though. They, they just don't. Say superpowers. They are called the superpowers. We're one of the superpowers. 
We got to call the superpowers and get him here. Even though his book's about Batman, who has no superpowers. Well, you know, he's well, he's super merchandising power. Well, oh, sometimes the best teams, you know, don't use the Justice League name, even though they're essentially the same thing. I love you, Giffen. All right. Well, that's a deep cut. I was a Justice League Unlimited person. I love that show. The show's great. Yeah, the idea that... You know, they're all like they're all covered by the same insurance plan. Yeah, well, that's absolutely true. And there's actually there's an old uh, issue of Animal Man where Animal Man's house gets destroyed and Martian Manhunter shows up and says, well, now that you're part of the Justice League, we'll have like your insurance files claimed and we'll fix your house up and get the alarm systems going and everything. They take care of the people. Why would they use conventional means to build him a house? Because he's he's got a human family. He doesn't want his human family doesn't want to live in an orbiting satellite. (laughs) They don't want to live on the moon. They want to live in a house like normal people. They want to go to their shitty jobs and wait to die. Why are there still jobs in in uh, personal identities like that when that technology exists? Because we're not ready to deal with that yet. (laughs) Because we as humans are not ready to jump on to the next phase of human development. It's always bugged me about. I know you think you're making it more the the books more fun. You're making them way less fun. (laughs) Well, less fun and less interesting. They usually have jobs that they were. Enjoying. It's not like they were, you know, data entry and then they became superheroes. They're they're forcing the rest of us in in like monetary enslavement just because they enjoy their lives. One step at a time. (laughs) Fucking crazy. They're taking jobs away from Americans. Real American superheroes. Hey, this is the future, Dark Side's future, and everyone uh, has has gainful employment. All right, all right. He's kind of reading the cover of the book, which is where. uh, Batman, Robin, and the Flash are hanging out, and uh, they're not um, hanging out. They're terrified. They're, they're surrounded terrified. by this horrible, like it's like a nightmarish dark side world. Yeah, it's created. like a weird, like Six Flags, except everything is the shape of Dark Side's head. What's kind of funny is this was actually this little children-oriented comic book was actually happening at the same time as Crisis, the original Crisis, and so it's it's Jason Todd, but they're not. I mean. It's the Jason Todd era, but who knows who, you know, they probably actually didn't even think that far ahead. And presumably it's Barry Allen Flash, but Barry Allen dies at the end of, uh, at the end of crisis. So can't have a crisis without killing a flash. Yeah. Flash at the center of the crises. So we open up the book and we've got this big shot of dark side with the big stony face looking badass. And he's talking about how his, uh, his, uh, apocalypse has been corrupted and stolen. It's been stolen by a, a rebellion. Yeah. Which is weird. Cause that actually happened in like the in canon and this is like a not in canon book. This is like an offshoot. So like Dark Side is not even—he's not even the president of his own planet. He's nobody right now. He's but he's all. So well, how, what, did, how did he get ousted? Because uh, he there was an, a rebellion that was incited, and by plus, who? Um, probably by <laughs> Orion, and then they blew. God damn it! You don't care. You're just trying to derail everything. The fact of the matter is, he doesn't rule Apocalypse right now. And uh, New Genesis has exploded. And so now he's hanging out and he's like, I'm taking over Earth. Earth is going to be my new base headquarters, my new apocalypse. What a weird choice. Like that has the most work to it. There's a bunch of planets that don't got all that bullshit to attach to it. You know, it's weird how many uh, aliens target Earth. Like, is it really that valuable? Well, is it really that great? That's where all the writers are from. <laughs> so that makes sense. All the good writers are on Earth. Yeah, know, they're all from Earth. Martian yeah. writers. So here's Darkseid, who has the power over life and death because he's a god apparently. But he uh, he's in his spaceship because he needs to live in one and breathe air. That's why he has nostrils. And he's dreaming up a way of conquering the Earth with yeah. this root. And so this, it's like yeah. this weird buggy root thing. And he's dreaming of it. That's what the clouds around the buggy thing in his mind are for. Yep. And they're going to go into the Earth and they're going to drill into the Earth and terraform the Earth. Yes. 
<laughs> so what we've already seen so far is that they've uh so now like the superpowers wink superpowers have to go around the world and they have to find these pods and, and dig them up and everything and so we got superman and firestorm in which superman clearly got the bad end of that deal that he gets teamed up with fucking firestorm Can't firestorm rearrange atoms yeah but he doesn't do a very good job of it he's just a kid yeah he well, he's half just a kid he's half just a kid and half an old man who's cranky like th- neither of those things are what i want on my team I don't I want, want another with, Superman. If I was Superman, I wouldn't want to be in the team with any of these people. Yeah, they're just going to drag him down. Like, he has a superior mind. Shouldn't he just work around all their garbage? The real superpower is a friendship. The real question is, why is Wonder Woman and Dr. Fate on Easter Island? That's where one of the pods was. What a shitty place to put a pod. There's nothing there. And a there. Green Lantern? Is that who that is back uh, then? No, no, no. That's that's an Eastern Irons. Oh, wait, no. You're right. There is a... Wow, wow. That's uh, probably Hal Jordan. Oh, there is Hal Jordan. There's a Green back. Lantern I thought, he was, I thought he was like the tree. Yeah, so did I. So the arts... This is... You also got to remember, uh, Kirby is kind of phoning it in at this point, but he's still... <laughs> it's still great. Like, it's still better artwork than most people even though he clearly doesn't give a shit anymore. Uh, it's still a good job. And then Aquaman and Martian Manhunter are somewhere. We don't really see where that is. But what's most important is that uh, Batman and Robin are looking for the final seed. And I like I, how Batman's drawn. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we should, we should really talk about where Batman is at this point. Because this isn't really what Batman looked like at the time. But Jack Kirby said, fuck you, I'm drawing him like it's still the 50s. Yeah. Because I don't give a fuck because I'm Jack Kirby. Yeah, the jet sauce from the 50s. Like they got their fifties, yeah. It looks it's pretty nice. Everything looks pretty lo fi in a sci fi world. Yeah. Like so he kept his idea of what Batman and Robin are, despite the modern temper. Maybe they're told he was told to do that though. They're like, We we since it's a toy line, we want to keep it simple. Yeah. And how people remember these characters, not how, how we're writing them right now. And it's kind of enjoyable for that. It's it's certainly not great, but Well yeah, they just, he says, Come on, son, grab the binoculars and let's check out this otherworldly threat that we n- neither of us are qualified to deal with. Nope, but we're doing it anyway, because all the other superheroes are tied up with bullshit. Cause capitalism. Because, yeah, that must be why. <laughs> so they land, and uh, they, they go after this pod, and, and Batman throws a battering on a rope, which at this point, he pretty much had lasers and all kinds of things. But no, he's just throwing a battering attached no, to a, a rope. it's a battering. Uh, how, it, it wouldn't work. Like a boomerang like that's shaped like that wouldn't work first and foremost, and especially if you attach a rope to it. Yeah, but keep in mind, he never actually seems to catch his batterings. Like, he doesn't want to. So I think it's just a battering in name only. Like, it's a clever name, and he just... It's and just, then somebody said, like, well, you know, it's not. it doesn't function like a boomerang. He's like, no, that's, I'm not giving up that name. That's an awesome name for a, for a weapon. It's like a, it's like a grappling hook, kind of. Yeah. Except it's like half a Frisbee golf disc. So he, he shoots this thing into the pod, and the pod just kind of uh, explodes. I guess they're looking for the flash. The flash went disappearing. So blowing up alien life is how they do that. Well, no. They were trying to attack the thing because they, they knew this thing was Darkseid's uh, pod, and so they, they attacked it. And uh, I guess it kind of blew up into a bunch of lights. And then out of it, parademons. Fucking parademons. Bum, ba, da, da. So parademons are Darkseid's, uh, like, uh, the creature demon force, which I don't know. Why did he, like, if he lost Apocalypse, how did he retain control of their military force? Uh, How'd let's that happen? go well, into that. I thought it was because they were his force from the future, from the future world he created well, that he was no, calling back those, from. No, those are his past ones. We'll get to that later. I thought because he's a god, like, time and space doesn't matter for him. That's Maybe. true. He can just draw his army from any point in history. Yeah, maybe that's how he retained them. Because, yeah, later on, as you're saying, Shay, yeah, he, he, he has, we see the future parademons but fighting if, the if past. He, if he can harness that kind of energy, though, he really doesn't have to ask permission or conquer from anyone. Yeah, so. but it's also Jack, Jack Kirby was a visionary, <laughs> but he wasn't fucking Terry Pratchett. You know, he wasn't, he didn't understand all this time travel shit. He did his best, 
but he was he was a drawer and a creator. <laughs> so Batman thoroughly unimpressed by a team of demons. Like Batman's attitude is, I just don't care. He punches. Like we don't know what the, the gravity was like from the world they came from. Like their gravity could have been really unimpressive, and Batman's Earth gravity just smashes them. Well, considering that Robin does a slide kick and knocks one of them off their off their ass, like, like it says, yeah. wham, wham. Is he sliding on sand? He's just sliding on his ass. I don't know. He's sliding on the bottom of the panel. He's sliding on the bottom line. Yeah. He's about to slide out of the panel into your life and into your heart. Maybe they're just two-dimensional beings, and that's why Darkseid has one step ahead of them because he can read the next page, and they can't. Mm. Yeah, that's all it takes. Mm -hmm. That's some some warlock shit. Remember that book? Yeah. I was I was gonna bring it up and then I was like, I don't I don't even want to go there since that I That was my favorite one. And then <laughs> Jolly Green Giant, creepy Jolly Green Giant. Oh, oh. Uh so then they uh so it looks like they've uh they've assumed that these parademons took Flash. Yeah. They deny it. Because they speak English. They and speak- they bother to have conversations with people they're fighting and trying to kill. Yeah, well, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, it's kind of boring. They're kind of going by rote. They're going through the, the motions and they're just punching each other. So they're going to make some conversation. And they actually have the onomatopoeias going on. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Pow. I like the flam bam. I like wham because it makes me think of my, George fav- Michael? my favorite. Yeah, it makes me think of George Michael. <laughs> Name four George Michael songs. Uh, well, there's that one about love. You know how he loves and other people. And there's there's the, the one about how he loves the woman. And who there's loves faith. Him back. He's got to have faith. Yeah. There's the one about how he loves the woman, but the woman doesn't love him back. Yeah. And then there's the one about the woman who loves him, but he doesn't love that woman. Oh, also, he's gay. They didn't write that song. That's pretty much his career. And then and then I think and then he like uh, he like blew a guy in a bathroom at an airport. And I learned that if you were, uh, here's a tip, here's a tip for like nascent gay people who are looking for ways to have discreet public sex. If you go into the bathroom with the person you're going to have gay sex with, you take two bags of, of groceries or whatever, shopping, and you put them down in front of you. And like one guy sits on the toilet and the other guy stands in the bags. So if anybody, if the security, the mall security or the airport security comes looking for you because somebody tipped you off that two men walked into a stall, they'll look in there and they'll just see two feet and then two bags of shopping and assume there's no sodomy going on in there. That's leave you really alone. clever. That is very clever. That's how that's how it's getting out. That's how it's going on. So if you're a young gay man and you want to have anonymous sex, first of all, don't have anonymous sex, but do have sex. Do <laughs> experiment with your body. Do find out what you like. That's good. That's healthy. But if you're if you're really into it and you feel like you have to do it in public, try not to get caught. Bring some shopping with you. It also help the economy. <laughs> so, ladies, don't try that. No one should try that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. I guess Batman gets sucked into a time warp. Yeah, somehow the pods also will transport I don't think, you through like, time. There's some more Jack Kirby not understanding what things are. So, like, the idea of a warp, like, you can't, like, see it. It's not, like, something you can visualize. Are you no. going Star Trek on us? Just go with, like, the idea of the higher dimensions and just, be, like, things are happening all around us that we just can't see and warping of time and space. Since we're in time and space, we're not going to notice that it's being warped. Uh, I don't know that that's necessarily true. Because you're just you're a vibrate you're a collection of vibrations. So if you start vibrating at a different frequency, then you would notice that the world is vibrating differently. Or maybe, as in Final Crisis, maybe time is wrapping around the people rather than the people getting thrown through time. It's hey time now. changing around the person. Hey now, yeah, well, that's what happens in this book, kinda, kinda. And so they go they go transport, and then the parademons make it sound like this was the plan all along to get their asses handed to them. But you know it wasn't to get their asses handed to them, and then go time traveling. So yeah, then they like, wake wouldn't up. The, wouldn't the plan be to kill Batman, Robin, no. and then go about, but go about their day? They, 
Yeah, the clock out early. They're trying to get that overtime. They're trying to get just that OT. Two people, and we're an invading alien army with real problems. Yeah. Well, they've got real technology as well, but unnecessary. Batman's got a. Yeah, they hit piece him with a time travel gun, and he has no, a. He the had, pods. He has a frisbee disc on a rope. The pods released a warp. Uh, it's very clear that the pods released a warp <laughs> that sent him through time. I don't know. Like, this is your first comic book that you ever read? I, <laughs> I, I do want to note here that it says that it put them in the distant past. Does it? Oh, wow. Wait, hang it on. Does. Let's see the, where it says before that. And our true outcome awaits us all in the distant past. That's what one of the parademon says. Oh, because the parademons are from the future. So from their so maybe perspective, these are the, the present. But yeah. later on in the comic, they're going to talk about how this is a future. So no, Batman and Robin are saying it's a future. But the, from the parademons perspective, this is their present. You know, that's uh, fair. That's Shay, a good point. You know, Shay, as uh, someone who's done nigh on 50 episodes of the show, let me tell you, one of our favorite games to play in this podcast is genius or stupid <laughs> and the answer is usually we don't know so that's that's one of those questions where uh we have no idea if that was a genius bit of uh scripting or just morons trying Dude, to if a you deadline. get confused writing your own time travel story then that is how the time travel story should go because yeah. it should be like hyper confusing yeah yeah don't don't try to make too much sense of it that's why you don't you don't punch holes in reality yeah. Superboy Prime. I was about to say, fuck you, Superboy. Yeah, ten, nine, ten, best. Try not to do that. Well, he was insane. He'd driven insane by being put in a pocket universe. Damn, we should do that book. What? Uh, Infinite Crisis? Yeah, because then I can actually well, re- read something that's good. It's too recent. <laughs> God, there's plenty of good, but you're just overly cynical about this. Where's your sense of wonder? Uh, this book has it. Like, right now, they're, uh, they're ha- they, so Batman and Robin kind of wake up somewhere. Yeah. And they realize. It says the realization comes a few seconds later because he's holding a sign that says, welcome, welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome to, wait, hang on. We find out what it is on the next page. New Las Vegas. They go to New Las Vegas. Um, and it says, but we were in Arizona, not Nevada, and Northam must be North America. So now they're realizing they're in the far future. And then they see a giant, uh, what do we even call this? A giant Kirby-esque facade of buildings yeah they had a whole conversation about where they're at and then clearly though the landscape uh, around them explained it all fairly quickly (laughs) this looks more like nevada than arizona Uh, the (laughs) the giant dark side statues are a dead giveaway (laughs) thousands of years in the future so it's so so they they, they're realizing that they've uh, traveled through time and batman instantly puts together and goes oh this is like an this is an alternate future yeah, but from the parademons though, this is this is their the reality they came from. So if they avoid this reality, those parademons just cease to exist. Yeah, but if the no, not the parademons we just saw. Those, it's <laughs> oh, not shit. their reality. No, guys. <laughs> it's not their reality. So where are those parademons? Those, these parademons are from a future where are they from the past? They were brought forward. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that we, we so haven't like hit a, it yet, so I don't want to talk about so it's it. A thousand but years no, in, you want to preserve the surprises. It's supposed to be a thousand years in the future, right? But people are still like people. They're still smoking their pipes. Well, yeah, you're their, not going to change their, in a thousand with years. Their big old wives. And, yeah. And the, but the parademons are talking to each other in English, like, "Hey, who's this guy walking around in these strange clothes?" Even yeah. though everyone in this planet wears nothing but strange. Well, clothes. to to us, they're all strange. To them, this is mostly normal clothes. And there's one guy dressed like an abbot. Like, hey, this guy's illegal. There's not supposed to be any. Robes. Which it seems no like robes. it seems like all he said was, "I don't like the way that guy looks." Well, then he's breaking the well, law. He's wearing the robes. Well, it's the wearing of robes is forbidden, but that's the, the disguise. The like. The but it guy. doesn't seem like they're addressing the. It, they, it, it seems like they went along with that after the guy was just like, 
I don't are, like the way that guy looks. Are well, you, then I guess it's illegal. Are you suggesting that Darkseid isn't instituting enough sensitivity <laughs> training for his paramilitary force? But there's no one in the, the cloak anyway. The cloak, uh, the body inside the cloak vanishes. That parademon's going to get a commendation from Darkseid. He's like, hey. Like, you attack somebody just because you didn't like their clothing? Good job. And he's going to get a medal and three extra days off this year. Yeah. But what he's going to do with those days off, though? He's going to oppress people. Yeah. He's still, he's still on the clock. <laughs> That's why he's one of Darkseid's best. So they're, so they're one of his best. But we saw a move. And, uh, but it turns out that... Uh, it was the Flash. It was the Flash. He survived. And, and he uh, he attacks the parademons. And then he does the wonderful thing that old comics used to do all the time where he explains it very explicitly. Yeah. Exposition. Yeah. He So he uses super speed to vibrate out of the clothes and then knock them unconscious before they realized he was there. And now he's looking for Batman and Robin because he thinks they got thrown in the future too. How does he know that? Because he assumed. Yeah, that's what Asian says, assuming they were shot forward into this future as well. So not only is he somehow coming to the conclusion that they were shot forward in the future, but also they were shot to the same alternate reality that he was shot to. Right. Which well, is it could be in a past episode that he was there because they clearly knew that he was there. Yeah. That they could have been communicating and saying, hey, we're on our way. Plot hole resolved. Although I, although none of them knew where they were. Well, yeah, I guess We're it's assuming possible. things that never happened in the book. <laughs> like none of that is said. Dude, they were so drunk when I'm they made this. I'm just going by what is in front of me and what is Sauced. explained in words, and they're not doing a good enough job. So now we see uh, Flash, and he's thinking, and in his thought balloon, there's a, himself. And there's the himself. worst Kirby art ever done, ever. It's still better than a lot of what we've seen. <laughs> so uh, This is the Rob Liefeld of Jack Kirby this was a, Yeah, this was his Rob Liefeld period. <laughs> when it just this is where Rob Liefeld was inspired. Yeah, he saw this. I didn't care for that early stuff, but He's man, like, he got this, good. This, in this old age. shows that I don't need to go to art school, and I could just the drawings I made when I was twelve are good enough. I can publish them as is. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what Jules Pfeiffer did. Uh, Jules Pfeiffer. Jules Pfeiffer is the guy that illustrated the Phantom Tollbooth. Oh, okay. Hey, and he's, yeah, but you're, you're only an amateur artist until you get paid to do it. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Artist. But I believe it, it was Kirby that let him just kind of follow him around, puppy dogging. Wow. Well, he's a nice man, well, except for all the children he beat. I'm going to allege. Who Jack, Jack Kirby? Kirby? Oh, that the accusation I made that was had no factual well, basis. It's got whatsoever. some traction now. It's on the internet. Well, we have the Flash here, so we as all the traction we need. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh okay oh, wow shay gave me like the dirtiest look of like that was a shit joke mike yeah but she's very judgmental about those puns <laughs> except the puns she makes you love your puns yeah i do but when i make puns or when mike makes puns no, when i make puns they're great i'm yeah. sorry who gets paid for comedy here you <laughs> you I actually get, do yeah that is true i God mean damn it. i mean james is i mean paying me with his time my time is very valuable mm -hmm. now is my time worth more than the money you get paid Oh, that's, I, that's. I'm not saying. I'm asking. <laughs> I, I, no, we're gonna continue with this book right. and not destroy our friendship with James' boundary pushing. So yeah, uh, the Flash gets uh, he gets drawn poorly uh, <laughs> in all these images here, and he's zapped somehow by these machines that may be smaller than him or maybe bigger than him. Yeah, there's no sense of perspective. There's none whatsoever, including where how where his legs are attached to his body. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this this is getting pretty bad. 
He's got his little like uh, wings on his feet are kind of just trailing off. Like Kirby started drawing them and then just <laughs> decided, eh, this isn't doesn't matter. So hey, at least a, he has feet. This is a great yeah. description of the image too, where it does describe it. Instance later, the Flash limp dazed. That's how this all is drawn, <laughs> like is limp dazed. Limps, s- no, no, no. The Flash is limp dazed. Ceremony form. of trash. Yeah, this is a limp dazed <laughs> ceremony of trash. All the ceremony. Of sh- no, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he meant ceremony. It doesn't mean ceremony. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. I, I like promise everybody you'd be less high this time. Uh, so it says, uh, yeah, Flash's limp dazed form is snatched from the street with all the ceremony of trash being retrieved, which is pretty dark. <laughs> Um, so but he's in a pink world. His 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 whole existence is pink. Man, so that's guys smog. Are pink. It can't be that bad. It can't <laughs> pink be that smog. Bad. I wouldn't mind smog that much if it was pink. Dude, they have a pink up my day. Yeah, they've got pink skies. So yeah. uh, Batman, despite the Flash being hassled for wearing robes that look like they're actually from that era, Batman and Robin are wearing their colorful costumes that would draw attention even in the '60s, for which they were supposed to be living in at the time. They're noticing all the statues, and they're talking about futures, and which future is the real future, and how did we get here, and what's that, and I'm Batman, and I don't know, and you don't know either, so let's just try to get home. Yep, and they're talking about Everettian theory of multiple worlds. And their cucumber man tells them, blasphemy! Where are you talking about that? Who's the guy? Bottom who's, right. The guy standing oh, behind Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a, a guy with a cucumber helmet. Or is he a watermelon uh, he know. works for Enron. Yep, and he, uh, <laughs> he sh- he's got a big E on the back of his head for some reason. It helps with wind resistance. And uh, apparently you can't dress like Batman and Robin because they were part of the, the last crew to try to oppose Darkseid. So you can't even dress up like them nowadays. To be fair, though, they're all kind of dressed like Batman and Robin, though. Um, yeah, but they're not wearing the insignias. They're not wearing the actual symbols. True, but they're wearing crazy getups. They're dressed like Darkseid would, would approve of. Which is basically Batman and Robin. Yeah, maybe that's where he got the idea from. It's like, I don't like these guys. They try to stop me, but God damn, they dressed well. Especially how that Robin looks. Yeah. We're all going to be dressed like Robin all from the, now on. The, the color blocking is great. These guys, they had fashion sense. No pants. They may have been guilty of blasphemy. They were not guilty of any crimes against fashion. But they're all pretty mad about the fashion anyway. And yep. they crack Robin in the back of the head with a brick. They're literally yep. the fashion police. <laughs> literally. These guys are literally the fashion police. because that's the That only is not a misuse of the word literally. That, that is, is the, not. That is the only reason they're being attacked is for their clothes. It's a crazy mob of people and they're they're uh, attacking Batman and Robin. And for some reason, Batman is very resigned. So, well, this is probably going to kill us. Like yeah. These are just normal people. Right, but he's, he's still managing to cripple as many as he possibly can. It's like, if I'm going down, I'm taking a bunch of you peasants and poor people and deluded people. I don't care how good of a fighter you are. If like 10 dudes jump you, you're not fighting back. Uh, That's true. But I mean, it's not like we haven't seen that before in in Batman comics where he takes out 10 people. Right. But we also see a lot of Batman comics where he gets captured when 10 people pile on top of him. At some point, the parademons show up. And now the, the future, group is, yeah. is like, no, nah, man, we got to run. So apparently they're not. They're, they say that Darkseid's going to be happy with them. But then the police come and they're like, bolt. And yeah. one of them says, run, flee. Capture means the camps, dot, dot, dot. And death. Yeah. He's bringing up death camps. Yeah. yeah well, well, you have to remember, Darkseid was kind of a Hitler illusion. Jack Kirby fought in World War II. That's what I'm saying. There you go. <laughs> no, why would they Why would they care how people are dressed if they were going to be executed with death camps? Well, yeah, exactly. I guess I guess they, they were ca- they're going to be captured because they were uh, taking down <laughs> Batman and Robin. Wouldn't, isn't that what Darkseid would want? Darkseid's really unclear about his rules here. And if he's a god of the future, wouldn't he just appear before them knowing that Batman and Robin's there from the time he sent them there in the beginning of the book? Because he would know because he's a god. I realize that he's the master of darkness and evil and unfairness and everything, but really... 
HR. You need to have an HR department to make these rules clear to your people. Like he's leaving everything up to these little, well, little, that's what little red bat guys. Uh, granny goodness is for. Granny, granny goodness is. She's disciplined. Well, she's, she's not doing anything here. She, he's leaving everything up to these little red goblins. Yeah, the future is it just me or the future parademons have giant. Heads. They're cute. They're adorable. They, they are, like, yeah. Like I want a stuffed animal. That's what I was going to say. They should really make plushies of the parody. Maybe they will after Justice League. I hope they do. Do they well, look the, like this? Do the they movie, look like little red green goblins? No, the the movie the movie parademons look like black military bugs. They don't they don't look squishy. They don't look like this? No, they, ah. they're they're a bit darker. I mean they're cool. They have red eyes and everything, but they're not they're not like these cute guys. They are very cute. Yeah, they're adorable. I <laughs> like if we, them. If we have fans that are that are crafty, someone make us a Yeah, make us some parademons you, from you don't this want, issue. Yeah, you don't want to know what our fans would do for us. Ooh la la. No, like, no. Like, make us... I want one, though. For real. Someone make one. That would be adorable. I'm sorry I said that about you guys. So I'd like one, too. So, anyway. Uh, so, they, they decide they're going to take Batman and Robin. And they're like, well, you know, shouldn't we just kill them? And then another parademon's like, no, Darkseid's going to want to maybe make an example of them. And then they bring him to, like, their, their military superior. And he's like, no, why didn't you just kill them? Like, <laughs> they always get out of this stuff. Just kill them now. Which yeah. is the first time I've heard reason in comics yeah. since I've been sitting still in with talking you guys. About it. Like, kill them, you buffoons. <laughs> Let's talk about this for a while and then kill them immediately. <laughs> so they have a big they have a big conversation about this. Yeah, they're having a conversation. And then they still, there's a time where they could just kill Batman. But instead, he decides to hit him, even though he's saying that you deserve to die. But now, slowly and painfully in the arena. And so they throw him in with what is clearly the abomination. No, it's Hulk. It's the Hulk, bro. It's clearly well, no. Hulk. It's clearly Abomination, no. who looks like Hulk, except he has little uh, elf elf ears. It's the Hulk with elf ears. Which is the Abomination! Slash gorilla. Do you guys know what the Abomination... You, Mike, you know what the Abomination... Shay, you know what the Abomination looks like, right? No, not off the top Hulk of my comics. head. He looks like that. He looks like the Hulk, but... I'm not going to lie. I, I, the one that keeps jumping to my mind is the movie one. Yeah, the movie one, where he was like a weird skeleton guy, right? Yeah. That movie sucked. All the Google image searches are just of the movie. Ooh, ouch. But, you, uh, put, you should put comic after it, and then it'll give you the image you want. Well, there you go. Close enough. See? It just looks like Hulk with ears. That's all Abomination looks like. No. Uh, it's no? the Hulk. No, I still disagree after seeing it. Right, well, fuck uh, you guys. It still looks more like the Hulk. It looks like the Hulk, and Th- that would be the abomination if that Hulk guy fucked one of the parademons. It would look, he I'm, looks like another plush toy I would want. What I'm realizing is that nobody knows what the fuck we're looking at, and so this probably isn't good. We're <laughs> looking at a Hulk. We're looking at a, fine, a, fine. a, a guy. He's the champion of he's the pit. Mongo that, Crusher Monsoon. Yeah, but he's basically the Hulk. Yep, he's the he's the current champion. Yeah, he's the champion. He even says champion. Yep, he's got this little announcer guy, this vaudevillian announcer guy. All very super Jack Kirby-ish. Yeah. Jack Kirby's on all the drugs. He's at later in his life. He's just cashing in right now. He's tripping. He's so, going to he's gonna have put in his own book. Batman and Robin are throwing the future, and they have to be a pit fighters well, against the Hulk. He didn't write this one. Oh, he didn't? No, no, no. He actually wrote the first Superpowers miniseries, which is apparently terrible. But he drew the second one, which is a bit better, which is what we're reading today. Look at the size of Batman's mitts. Yeah, he's got those big Kirby hands, he's those big sausage some, fingers that Kirby got, drew on everybody. Yeah, he worked mm. at a factory growing up. Yeah, he's got those calluses. And Hurts like, him to put those gloves on. Keep talking about his hands. <laughs> All night. Look at how All he avoids the whole... He's decided... So even Robin's like, hey, Batman, that's clearly the Hulk. <laughs> like, especially in that image right there. Yeah. Like right yeah. That's the Hulk's face. Yeah. He just drew the, the Hulk. Hulk. So he's how are you going to beat the Hulk? He goes, well, I'm just not going to let him grab me and I'm going to fuck him up with all my martial well, arts. He does make a good point. He says, well, this guy is so big and powerful that he's 
probably never had to have a real fight, so he doesn't know how to really fight. Yeah, that's true. And that's that is a good point. If you pick a fight, here's here's you guys, all of you guys can go out there and experiment. It's what about Thanksgiving right now? Yeah, that's a good time. Go out, find a, the biggest guy you can out on the street. And if you have any sort of martial arts training whatsoever, you will notice that he is completely powerless to do anything but smash your head into a wall. Right. As long as you avoid getting smashed. Not that the well, guy is dangerous. Like a large man is always yeah. dangerous. I don't care how much martial arts you know. But like if you can, if you're good, then you can avoid it and you can take him down. Well, so they have a, they have a good two page fight. This so, podcast does not endorse people actually going out. No and, one should and fight anyone ever. Large men. Yeah, I've been in, I've been endorsing a lot of things that I probably should regret. And, uh, you know, maybe that'll be my New Year's resolution. So uh, uh, Batman's, like, talking shit to the Hulk, and the Hulk's, like... Uh, he's getting pissed off because he's dumb. That's another thing. When you're picking fights with these guys, the big guys are all, always dumb as well. Well, he lives in a and, world in the no way education. he talks. Yeah. <laughs> what a use. What a, he's, he's from the Bronx. Hey, wait a minute, you Bronx Hulk. Yeah. What wow. are you doing over here? And uh, Batman judo flips him with a foom. Yeah, he gives him a good thin fang foom. And then, uh, so finally, the one thing Batman wanted to avoid it was getting his big old mitts on him. And he grabs his ankle, but Batman spins around and gives him a nerve chop. Right? No, he, he boxed his ears, I think. Oh, did he? He goes, yeah, incredible, like I nearly broke oh, my hands. Yeah. yeah, this is funny because he says, like, oh, you know, the blows to the pressure points should have put him out for hours. How do you know he has the same pressure points as you? Right, he's a, he's a Hulk. Yeah, who knows where his pressure points are? This whole comic is assumption. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. it wins, though. The pressure it points wins. keep the Hulk down, and Batman is now the new champion, champion. of New Earth. And uh, so he doesn't understand what's going on. And he says, like, what's your name anyway? Well, wouldn't they all know? Wasn't the whole problem that he looked like Batman? Yeah, he's Batman. So wouldn't this guy know? Yeah, hey, I'm the Batman. I don't understand. Right, even he's like, I don't understand. I thought you guys hated me because I was Batman. Says, I'm the Batman, and the whole audience goes, (laughs) and they just have no idea. So they all all decide to attack, I guess, even though he won. Like, shouldn't they let, doesn't he get to go free now? No, I guess not. A bunch of parademons come out and decide, all right, all that stuff was just fucking around. Now we're going to, we had, we had a trial. We, we, put, we talked about it for a few hours. We had lunch, and we've decided that we're going to kill you. Like, this is not fair. This yeah. is why we should be glad that we have Republicans. We, at, least, we, at least they're not parademons, I just right? found my new drop. I'm pulling that out. <laughs> Mike's saying, I'm glad we have Republicans. At least they're not parademons, right? They're, at they're, least they're they, setting they don't that give bar us high. A, they don't give us a, a sham like a trial and then say, we're going to kill him. No, we're not. We're going to make him fight to the death. And uh, then when you win, they're like, shit, let's just kill let's him just anyway. Do it anyway. <laughs> Should have did all that to begin with. And somehow, uh, uh Batman kills them all. He's, but then Robin goes, how'd you do that? He and turns out I him. didn't do it. Flash killed them. Yeah. All. Flash somehow found him. He so, knocked all these guys out. Yeah. But really though, he killed them. That's the only way you're going to stop something like that. And, and then Flash is like, I've got an idea of how I can get back, but you guys are kind of fucked. So he uh, apparently lights the whole world on fire. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like they're, they're leaving the Coliseum and everything's kind of on fire. So they killed a bunch of people. Why are all the parademons killing themselves now? Uh, I think they're just trying, because you see one of them's holding his eyes. I think they're all blinded and they're just r- blindly grappling and trying to get out of this. Is that how fast the Flash is moving? It's bloodlust. Is that it's mass hysteria. Is that he's moving so fast and he's attacking all of them at once while saving Batman and Robin at the same time? I think that seems true. Well, they should say that thing. That's impressive. <laughs> so uh, Batman and Robin realize, well, Batman realizes these parademons probably have a way to get back to their time. So he's going to use this rope that automatically wraps around people that Batman deems to be It behaves like a thing alive. Like, why didn't he use that at the beginning? Uh, he, he, only, he doesn't like to repeat himself. 
Right. He and knew here's he was Robin drawn like a real goon. Yeah, <laughs> just punch Look him away. Goon- Look how big his forearms got. Yeah. Like, traveling to the future has been really good for his workout. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're getting the pressure of years against you. That's a lot of resistance like, that you're working against. His muscles got huge. Yeah, he's jacked. All right, he's looking, and while Batman looks the same. So Batman, well, Batman was already jacked. He couldn't get any more jacked. Batman like, like, hey, I grabbed this guy's belt. I'm going to press this button. He just hopefully, presses the button. Hopefully it takes us back to the future. And he's like, it does. It does. But, but let's not that, bring the Flash with us. No. There's no reason well, to bring the Flash The Flash with said us. he had his own plan. And he was like, you guys are on your own. So they're like, well, I guess you're on your own too, you fucking chump. Yeah. Why don't we know you're not, we're all not going to go back to the same reality. So like, the Flash goes to his old apartment, which is still standing. Even and he though finds, it's been a thousand years. It's been a thousand years, but still standing. He finds his cosmic treadmill. Yeah, which he, is uh, he puts it back together he puts it back together and the cosmic treadmill is a treadmill that he can run on that, that makes him go so fast that he's able to break through time and space and which go wherever he wants doesn't make any sense because he's stationary yeah. <laughs> well yeah but the treadmill is going so fast like the wheels are going so fast that they like rip a hole in society but, that, but, but, if he's, but if he's moving them that quickly that means his legs are already moving that quickly so wouldn't his, it be his legs that are tearing a hole yeah in but I think, I think he would be why going why doesn't the treadmill go with him yeah why doesn't the treadmill go with him <laughs> God, guys, I don't know. <laughs> Uncle James, why doesn't the treadmill go with him? I just think the Flash is neat. <laughs> He's just a cool dude. So they all just go right back to the point they were when they started, but then... They all it, come back 10 feet away from each other, very but, conveniently. But it doesn't... Yeah, and it also doesn't bring up a question, why doesn't the pod just open up another time portal and throw them all back in? Or if they're going back to the time where they started from, wouldn't they just go back in the original portal? Well, hopefully they got... Uh, hopefully the seed's been destroyed, I think. No, it's right there. Well, well, yeah, but it's not active. It's just sitting there being oh, a lump. Well, uh, uh, look at the, I guess you're all happy. To, so they run into the Flash and Firestorm and it said, oh, we're all together now. This, this, the rest of the, the time seeds. And then it goes, hey, read the next issue. And we didn't. And we didn't. We didn't do and, that. And, and what's the next issue called? Uh, uh, the secret... Of the, the seeds the, of doom on the dark side of the moon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dear Batman, Robin, all this is garbage. Wow, they wrote a lot of letters to the This isn't a let. No, those aren't letters. Those are explanations of who they are. Oh God, and no. their history. Oh God, it's like two pages of explaining yes, Batman. Yes, it is. <laughs> wow. Oh God, I'm not reading that. Um, usually you do read that stuff and you I usually, usually chastise do. me you know for what? not That's reading right. it. I do usually read them, but I didn't because instead I was looking at this ad for uh, an Elvira Mistress of the Dark t-shirt. Because uh, Elvira is badass. Yeah, she's got that serious cleave. Is Elvira a babe, Shay? No. Now or then? Ever. Both. Uh, yeah, I'd say she was a babe. I think now... She it's still does weird. the shtick, by the way. Yeah, I know she still does the shtick, but it's kind of weird in the face. It's kind of like Angeline. I don't know who that is. Uh, she's a chick in the... In 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 California, in Los Angeles, and oh, she, she with got the weird cat face and the giant lips and things. No, 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 no. She she is super blonde and drives around in a pink convertible and was super hot oh, and popular in like Barbie. the eighties. Yeah, kind of. Well, who cares? But she's still doing the shtick, but now it looks all weird because her makeup's all caked and Ugh. she's got old face. So she never took the makeup off. Ooh. And then you could get a calendar, uh, DC calendar, with some cool dudes and some hot ladies on it. Cyborg Nightwing and his old uh, his old uh, super high disco collar and Jericho and who's that guy who that Jer- guy with with the fro yeah that's Jericho that's one of Deathstroke's sons 
Oh, wow. Why is he dressed like that? Because uh, he's a disappointment. Uh, clearly, he doesn't have to look that way. He disappointed his dad. He doesn't have to dress that way at all. I don't... Well, neither did Nightwing. Nightwing wore a giant right. collar that went past his head, right. which really must have fucked with his peripheral vision. Right. Batman would not be okay with that. Batman no. was the one who told Robin, you can't have a hood. Yeah, whole, Nightwing goes off and has giant... Isn't, isn't the whole point to have a skin-tight black outfit so yeah. no one sees you, and he's wearing the outfit that people see the most? Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Um, and then there's an ad for a book called Amazing Man, which was like a silly comic book, I guess. And there's a guy, there's a character that's on the cover of it. He's like a silly little impish guy and like all his supporting cast are on the cover with him. And there's a guy named Guido and he's just the oily guy. Hey. Hey. And then there's Brenda. Hey, you're hey. making the pizza. Oh. Hey. hey. Ooh. And, that's and about Eddie. It. And that's how that, that, that book probably didn't the last end. very long. And that's it. So what do you guys <laughs> that's think? That's what the wait was for, everyone. Two years of... Waiting to show you who Darkseid is. Now you know without any more questions. Yep. Now you know everything there is to know about Darkseid. Yep. That's it. We covered it all. Um, now we'll never need to bring it up again. What? No, we'll never talk about Darkseid ever, ever again. What'd you guys think? Great. You did enjoy the book? I did. It's enjoyable for what it is. It Shay? Was, uh, good yeah, little... I'll go along with that. Yeah. A book about time travel really gave us a window in how stupid people were back in the day. I mean, it, it was a nice, you know, 60s Batman kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good vibe. Yeah. It, was, it was an era of Batman we haven't really talked about on the show. So that's kind of good to see. Even though it was, at an, it was during the 80s, which we haven't talked about a lot. We've talked about the 80s Batman a lot. But it was a throwback to the 60s or 50s Batman. So it was it was an era that we hadn't really touched on. And, you know, the artwork's beautiful. And I'll give it a three out of five post-apocalyptic bad guys. Quite an experience to live in fear, isn't it? That's what it is to be a slave. The Ayatuna of Rock and Roller! I am gravely disappointed. <laughs> Again, you have made me unleash my jokes of war. The only good human is a dead human. Save that one for last. I know Mike's a big Planet of the Apes fan. Uh, I liked all those. Yeah, yeah, those are good stuff. The Ayatollah Rock and Rolla. I love I love the Road Warriors. One of my that was my favorite movie when I was a kid. I gotta be honest. I I really am not super familiar with the Mad Max movies, but I kind of maybe maybe in the winter I'll sit down and watch them all. No, and then you I'll don't kill have myself. to. All right then, good. Like the Road Warrior is really good, and uh, I guess you could watch Beyond well, Thunderdome. And it's people okay. like Fury Roads. So you're just, saying everything just, but the just, first one. Just don't like think that there's like a big. No, I know. No, story. it's just random. It's just stuff. Yeah, it's just a bunch of stuff. Don't think about it. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are we doing next time? So next is a, a Superman book by request because they thought it was about pedophilia, but really it's just about uh, disappointing. Uh, you're uh, the people who believe in you. That might be 50 occurrences of pedophiliac discussion on the pod. Pedophilia comes up a lot. It's as not we in the book montage. at all. It's not in the it's book a lot. It's just when people suggested it to me, they're like, hey, see what that book's about. It's a, it has a little boy so, crying and yeah. Superman standing behind him with his shirt open. So the, it's like, yeah. listen, man, it's not about pedophilia. Yeah, there's a meme that you've probably seen going around. It's a cover of Action Comics number 457 from 1976. We'll talk you know about that, Shay. Haven't you seen that? You've seen that image before. I have. Yeah, and I, I didn't really think it was going to be about pedophilia, and it was not. It was about disappointment both in terms of the story and in terms of my reaction to the story. Yes, yes so it is. We're going to talk about that next time. Uh, closing plugs. The Facebook fan page is at facebook.com slash darksidescouch. The current episodes are at soundcloud.com slash darksidescouch, and the archived episodes are at darksidescouch.blogspot.com. Does anybody have anything to add? No, but now I can stop and answer my phone ah happy 50th episode everybody batman i know all about you 
I haven't become the most feared being in the universe by underestimating my enemies, but by obliterating them. You're impressive, as mortals go. But in the end, you're just a human with a few toys. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us Batman.